0: Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Have you ever wondered how much of a mess it is for us to record these episodes? Well, wonder no more, because you can come see us record an episode live at the Margaritaville in Nashville, Tennessee, before the inaugural Music City Grand Prix. So join us Thursday, August 5th at 8 p.m. It's located at 322 Broadway, and we cannot wait to see you guys there. This is off track with Hinch and Rossi.
2: <sighs> All right. I know. Whoever gets, if anybody gets James a sandwich at Margaritaville, I will kill them. And I don't mean like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to hurt them or, oh, I'm going to be really mad. No, this is me making an explicit threat of death and bodily harm to anybody who gets James a sandwich before the you know? Do I it,
3: know it's cool if you hurt someone in Nashville, Tim? You'll be neighbors with me because the bus slot is in the parking lot of the prison.
2: Oh, there you go. Hello and
1: welcome to another <laughs> off-track with Hinge and Rossi. Man, we're off to a start, guys. First and foremost, I would love a sandwich during the live show. It is <laughs> you're going to get past dinner time. Now. Yeah, it's past dinner time. I'm gonna be starving because we're coming from another event, straight to uh, straight to Margaritaville to record that. So I uh, personally uh, guarantee the safety of anybody who brings me a sandwich. I think that Tim's threats are empty, uh, <laughs> void of any credibility
3: whatsoever. Just um, like his opinion on Olympic sports. Well, can we, just,
2: can we just put our orders in now? Can we just like that would actually I'll be a margarita? Uh,
1: <laughs> I will take whatever sandwiches you guys have. Um, I'm also eating nibs. Just a uh, full circle on the whole. Nibs, Vines, Twizzlers discussion. And oh, Alex... Good.
3: Erasing your workout this morning. Nice.
1: Correct. Balancing it. It's called yin and yang. Balancing it. Whatever. You come home and smash red vines and, and sweet tarts and all sorts of jelly bellies. How many jelly bellies do you eat to a race weekend?
3: <laughs> a significant amount. <laughs> but, but actually, not as many as you think because it takes me so long to find the ones that I like.
1: That's true. Alex has like a... It's like a kilogram bot jar a massive jar. It's five
3: pounds, James. It's more than it's a kilo. Five
1: pounds? Okay, sorry. 2.2 2 kilograms or something. And he literally sits through and like it's, we call them COVID beans because he just sticks his hand in and picks out the ones that he wants and throws the old ones, the ones he doesn't back in. And he only likes about half the flavors. Mm, 20%. 20% of the flavors.
3: But, but what's interesting is like you say, like it's some gross thing. Everyone else still eats them. So it's not like people are that turned off by the COVID. Oh, yeah, no, no.
1: They like jelly bellies more than they dislike COVID. Correct. Um, so well, oh, what are your favorite jelly belly um, things?
3: Okay. Um, butter, popcorn, number one. toast right. marshmallow, number two. Watermelon, oh, okay. number three. Lemon, lime, number four. Uh, margarita, number five. Uh, number six, would be um, coconut. Number seven would be black licorice. Number eight would be cinnamon. Number nine would be cherry. And ten, ah, ten's a tough one. It depends if it's the Krispy Kreme like edition, so where there's like Krispy Kreme flavors, or if it's the A and W edition, because the root beer one can be good, the Sprite one can be pretty good, um, but also just the the um, normal um, traditional donut flavored one, Krispy Kreme flavored donut one is quite good.
2: What the hell I just cannot... happened?
3: <laughs> I cannot fathom how much of an
1: Alexander Rossi answers that was. That was the most Alexander Rossi thing I have ever. Not only were you able to like cite off any random 10, you had that your 10 flavors in order, including a debate for the 10th flavor. Yeah. That's aggressive.
2: Like we weren't, this wasn't on the plan to talk about today. We were not going to discuss jelly beans. This was like, Jolly I wasn't bellies. expecting sorry jelly bellies. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting this. This is uh this is bizarre. I this say, is not the first time well, you've done okay. that list, isn't it?
1: Here's what I've learned from that list. You are a big citrus
3: guy. There's a lot of fruit flavors mm-hmm. in there, right? Um well, I mean it's hard to find non-fruit flavored jelly bellies. My first butter, two are buttered not popcorn
1: yeah, I was saying say buttered popcorn, is, cinnamon. No, my first two are not citrus. Fruit beer. Root no, I'm beer. saying there's a lot of not citrus-flavored or fruit-flavored Jelly Bellies. There's tons.
3: Mm, that's actually not true. Well, let's go
2: through I the whole like, list
1: because I'm 50, sure you know them all. I feel, like we're,
3: there's 50, there's I feel like we're out flavors. of our depth here. <laughs> there's 53 yeah, Jelly I, Belly flavors. So do you want okay. me to start listing them?
1: No, because no. you're just going to Google them and I don't, <laughs> I don't really want to know. But okay.
2: This All is right. this is like this is like Kilroy's uh Long Island.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> so buttered popcorn is number one, huh?
2: Yeah.
1: Interesting. What well, and what was number two? I forget. It was another interesting one. Toasted marshmallow. Toasted marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, those so you like you like your treats. You like mm-hmm. your fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that you like cinnamon. Um mm-hmm. I don't like fake cinnamon flavor as much. Like I love real cinnamon, but like cinnamon gum or cinnamon jelly beans, I'm kind of kind of have 50/50. Uh Where where you lose me is black licorice. That that actually yeah, that's just that, an
2: abomination.
1: Yeah, that tracks because like if you eat black licorice, it means your insides and your soul and your heart are primarily black.
2: Yes, correct, correct, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, also, Christ. can you <laughs> just? Eat- <laughs> he's got no. He's like yeah. <laughs> Black licorice is also candy. Like, I don't understand why you're eating candy that tastes like another candy.
1: It's not candy. It's not candy.
2: Can't you get black licorice candy? Yeah, I'm sure you can, but like,
1: let's never talk about black licorice flavored anything being candy, because candy insinuates it's nice and friendly and enjoyable and somebody wants to eat
2: it. I meant purely on the academic sense. I'm on your side in terms of it being an abomination. Yeah. But I'm saying it's available. You could just eat that. You don't need to get another candy that tastes like it.
1: Yeah, but he that's... wants to eat many different types of candy all in one go. So that's why you get Jelly Bellies, and it's the best of 53 worlds,
2: apparently. So it's it's like the Mitch Hepburn joke. It's like, I like rice when I'm hungry and I want to eat 2,000 of something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think I've heard that
2: one. Oh yeah, Mitch Hedberg was the best.
1: Mitch Hedberg is in my top three favorite comedians of all time, and I'm very sad that he's no longer with us. Yes, one of the best. We were talking about Mitch Hedberg the other day, weren't we? We were
3: talking about Mitch Hedberg in St. Louis, we sure were.
1: Look at the lines,
3: how they float.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Saved (laughs) by the buoyancy (laughs) of citrus
2: as escalators temporarily stairs. sorry for the convenience (laughs) convenience. (laughs) (laughs) all right well we could just riff on that all day and i'm down as soon as we finish the podcast (laughs) uh but no we wanted to talk about a couple things i mean you know first of all we want to talk about our upcoming nashville show
3: yes um so we are going to be in nashville for those of you that don't know that, um, you're an idiot. Uh, so we're going to be we're going to be in Nashville <laughs> racing this weekend, and we also have a live show you can't just
2: Thursday evening. Sure, can I mean, he did though? Um, <laughs> he
3: just did. And we are going to yeah. be uh, having a live show Rita, Thursday evening, eight p.m. It's um, going to be cool. I, I think we've all spoken uh, to our love of Nashville. James and I uh, have both recently been there and experienced it and the energy and the liveliness that it is. So highly encourage everyone that is there or close by to come say hi and bring James a sandwich and, um, annoy the hell out of Tim because that would really make me happy.
1: <laughs> so like, hold on. Yeah, it's gonna be I fun. know it's a live show, but does Tim still have to like edit anything?
2: So um, yes, it's, it's technically it's called live to tape. Like we're going to record it and then I'll edit right. it and I'll try and put it out. Uh, so, so because so it's live, uh, live. So if we're getting help from Nate Lee. Uh, he's going to help us like do things live. And uh, yeah, Sirius is putting it on. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited.
3: So because it's live, but then it's still edited. And because we're going to be in a bar, we can say,
2: <laughs> right?
3: Well, I mean, the people I in the bar will still hear can. you say, right? But they're adults.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, No, that's fine. So, well, like, I mean, is it going live? out on SiriusXM Network?
2: No. Like on the I, IndyCar I, I, channel? It's I, I think it'll, it. it'll go up on the IndyCar channel like our episodes usually do, but I don't think oh. it will broadcast live. Okay, copy So copy. even more reason for everybody to be there to, uh, to witness it in person.
1: Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to have to listen to it a week later, that's lame.
2: I mean, we've done, we've done some live shows. We've done uh, the Carb Day shows in years past, and they're always so much fun. But I think this one,
1: the, I think
2: uh, the addition of alcohol on site is really going to take things up to the next level with the crowd. I'm pretty excited. We,
1: we got to give uh, honorable mention to the Pain Tour crew as well that helped us do live oh, yeah. shows in the past. Oh yeah, they, they helped
2: us in uh, in Pocono. Yeah, they're the best
1: in Pocono. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna be doing that. Uh, And while we're there, we're going to talk all sorts of stuff, guys. We're going to talk about Nashville. We're going to talk about racing. We're going to recap the week of racing. We're not going to do that today. We're not going to do that today because we're going to do it in two days. So instead, instead.
3: We're going to just end this and and
1: stop. Yeah, we're going to say Jelly Bellies are neat and uh, have a great day. (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. I had to wake up especially for this. Oh,
1: it's I'm sorry, and... Tim.
3: Is it 9 a.m. in California? Yeah. Instead okay. Well, Alex, you're,
2: you're ignoring the commute that I have to get from my bed to this podcast. 14 steps. It's 14. Nope, he's steps. in his bed. It's literally four.
1: It's not even four. You <laughs> could do that in two. You're a tall guy.
2: <laughs> well, I had to go downstairs and make coffee first.
1: That's that sounds like a you problem. <laughs>
0: Whether it's a 3 pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two-for-two two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be President of Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time.
3: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Um, no, but the, there has been some sporting things happening that we thought would be fun a, to talk about. Kind
3: of on a global stage if you will pretty
1: global scale uh they are of course called the olympics um alex are you a big olympics guy or or the space race we can talk about the space race there was a scrubbed launch today which i'm very
3: upset about i am i am a big olympics guy i'm just remembering james um all of the one word things that we sent to tim oh my
1: god we should save that let's save that for the live show
3: yes we are going to save it for the live show um, <laughs> I forgot about that there is so much for us to talk about which is going to oh but be... it started it started with the Olympics it, well it started we at Cracker Barrel there.
1: but yes oh yeah true oh dude unrelated well no totally related hold that thought what <laughs> wait did you buy did you buy one no, I forgot that a friend of mine gave me one, gave me two a couple like a lot of years ago, and they've been right, sitting so in my James office. James is holding having... up
2: a wooden triangle with a bunch of what is. It, hey, what is if, it, you've, it, if, if you've Barrel, the you know. yeah,
1: if, you, if you've been to
3: Cracker Barrel, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: if you've been to Cracker Barrel, you know exactly what I'm holding up. It's a little mind game that uh, Alex and I were playing the other day. We will discuss. Um, is that yeah. like
2: the redneck uh, version of 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 the marble solitaire game? Like I you know. have to jump the T's to get rid of them.
3: Why would you classify yeah. Cracker Barrel and redneck?
2: I'm just saying yeah. that looks redneck. That's, I'm not saying Cracker Barrel's redneck. I'm saying that's a specific like. thing. It's,
1: it's very
3: un-Californian it like. of you. Yeah, you I'm saying that
2: specific thing using a bunch of golf tees looks no, redneck. That's, that's not, not how it, how it came it, off. No.
3: It's called
1: mm-hmm. ingenuity. That's what that is. It's yeah. called recycling, which as a Californian, you should be all about.
3: Yes. Right.
2: Look, In Indiana, husband, we apparently extremism- don't do it. I'm from Indiana. I got family from Kentucky. I am a redneck.
3: I'm well, saying that um, looks
2: like a redneck thing.
3: You are far from it. Anyways, my neck's so, literally red right now from the sun. <laughs> Red from embarrassment. All right. So, um, Olympics, James. I am a big Olympics guy. I'm probably more in tune with the Winter Olympics than I am Summer Olympics. However, I do love my swimming. Um, okay. I do love my gymnastics because. Okay. America wins. Um, I did watch some archery, uh, which was awesome. Between that's okay, uh, Korea and the Russian Olympic Committee, it was it came down to it like a like a shootout, which was wild. Um, what else? I, I do like some track and field, the shorter stuff. I'm not right. going to sit there for 25 minutes and watch people run laps. Right. Um, and that's about it.
1: Okay, um, a lot to unpack there. Uh, let's start from the top. Why? Do you identify more with the Winter Olympics than the Summer Olympics?
3: Um, because I don't think I can pick a single sport in the Summer Olympics that I am competent at.
2: This actually brings something up. Hmm. We, got, we got tweeted at by Savvy P. Uh, and he quote tweeted somebody else. that says, you have four years to train and win a bronze in one of these to win $50 million. Which one do you think you could do? And it's all the summer Olympic sports. So if you guys had four years to train for a summer Olympic sport, which do you think you could do?
1: Honestly, like I I kind of forgot it was one of them and I feel bad for saying that, but until you just said it, like probably archery. Archery? Four years. Steady hand and high coordination. Learn a little bit about it. I love marksmanship. Like I love shooting like trap shooting skeet. I love target, you know, like practice, whatever. I love that. So like I would like to be good at that. So
2: maybe that. Yeah, my, my go-to is gonna be shooting, but yeah. I don't know. Okay. Like, Alex like three No, they have mm-hmm. like the precision shooting. They have the Oh they do? Okay. The
3: okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, fine. Maybe something like that then. Um I, I I for me, I would have to think that it would be four years. Like in you, you have years. to think in four years, you're going to be able to pick something up. I would.
2: Yeah, but then I have to say, I would have say to, say, that, say, would have like to say people have only been doing it for four years. No, no, right.
3: no, no. no, no I, I understand.
2: I would have to say. This isn't curling. These are real sports.
3: I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I would have to say maybe like rowing or kayaking.
2: Rowing in four years.
3: Why is that hard to
1: believe?
2: Rowing's that's an incredibly hard sport.
1: Yeah, but like he's starting off as an athlete, right? Like that's you're not true. you're Fair not enough. starting off from the couch.
3: No, I'm not and, and the only reason I say rowing is because it's it's all about power output, right? It's not necessarily like you don't necessarily have to have let me preface this, a technique like you would in in um, golf. Golf. Or baseball, or right, so basketball, I guess you're or sculling,
2: So you're, you're like the one you're on the on the boat by yourself. You're not saying you're on like an aid.
3: Well, yeah, it can't be a team thing, right? Well, then the team I mean, just carries you. I right, also think. I also think. I don't know if men do this, but I also think I could be quite good at equestrian.
2: But wait, do. you do need a lot of technique for rowing just to not flip the boat.
3: Tim, just because you once rowed. Yeah, it but, it's,
1: but it's like you're but it's expert. like a it's like a given technique, right? It's like everybody has to do that technique to right. be there's, to, to there's, row. Right. There's not there's like no a, there's, there's no, like no style. There's no understand exactly. You know, I I, see, I understand. I'm
3: what not going to pick up okay. skateboarding. I get, it, in now. I get years. it now.
1: Right, it's it's not driving a race car, which has. A, a very wide
2: berth of styles and ways yeah I mean to do you gotta it. know it's I'm gonna like, turn left I have to hit the turn signal
1: I hate on, you know? everything about every molecule <laughs> that makes up your physical and spiritual presence. <laughs> um you I guys also should dis- put turn
2: signals on because it would be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: um okay so what do you think there are many winter sports that you could be good at or are good at? Or do you just kind of like, I like skiing, so I'm going to be, say, I'm a winter sports guy?
3: I mean, I think I could be pretty, I mean, again, I don't know. I haven't done it, so I don't, I don't know how bobsled is into it, but bobsled, right? Skeleton. I think all you these speed-related speed sports. these oh, on a yeah. skateboard down one of those things. Oh, oh Yeah. But but again, growing up, growing up skiing uh, again, mm. nowhere near like I have had no right. ability. But like that's something that I learned and had a skill set at a before I level drove race cars.
1: And right. a familiarity and yeah, correct, understood.
3: Um, but I would I would love to do luge, skeleton, bobsled. I think I could. I think all the, the fast speed, stuff. the speed things we could be all right at. I'd, yeah, uh, and obviously. Um, you know we're gonna become professional curlers because Tim says it's the easiest thing in the world. So like, sure. yeah. got and that going for us. Right. Yeah,
1: by I September. Have
2: a couple, yeah, I have a couple other ones to just add in the mix because I'm I'm thinking about it. One diving. I feel like in four years I could learn how to fall. Um, anything That's, with the equestrian sports because you're not the one doing it.
3: Tim, you are so. You you're, doing you you're doing this about rowing.
2: You're doing this specifically get the horse to that piss already knows us off, how to do right? <laughs> like you're, you're I'm just saying in the equestrian dressage is it the is it the person doing the trick? Yes,
1: it is. Someone's got to control the horse. The like animal has a mind of its own. You have to know how to get it to do what you want it to do when you want it I to. I just do
2: think it. it's ridiculous that the person gets the medal and the horse doesn't. Yeah. We don't know racing. that the horse
3: doesn't. Do you think horse racing? They're not on the podium. Is, do you think horse racing is more applicable to the jockey getting the medal? I think dressage and show jumping is way more challenging than racing a horse.
2: I feel like definitely in horse racing, the horse should get the medal. If anything, the jockey being on the horse's back is a disadvantage for the horse.
3: Well, yeah, it's weight. Yes. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah, but also the
3: horse isn't (laughs) going to go without the jockey.
2: I mean, we don't know. Have we tried it?
3: Guys, 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 guys. Can
1: (laughs) we please go back to Tim thinking he could dive? He could <laughs> dive?
2: It's, I'm gonna say of the Olympic sports, you know, you know, summer,
3: Tim. There's
1: like spo-
2: an archery.
3: Tim, you you I do like well. That would
2: be the one you could pick up in four years. Tim,
3: Tim, you know you're supposed to not make a splash, right? That'd be tough for you.
2: Oh, you know, guess, you yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to that, pretty much be
1: a, you have to be an Olympic level gymnast to be <laughs> able to true. be a diver.
2: Uh, That's insane. I'll retract diving, but definitely any of the horse ones because it's the like horse a, doing the work.
1: If there was, like, a floating category, yeah, you could probably kill it in that. Drinking. Diving.
2: (laughs) My goodness. I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I Yeah, the summer Olympics are hard. Dude, I tripped across an Olympic sport that I did not realize was an Olympic sport. I knew the sport existed. I knew people played this game. I did not know they played it at anything bordering on a professional level. I didn't know it had, for example, its own, like, court schematics and like a specified size of net, et cetera, et cetera. But handball, mm. handball is an Olympic sport. And I was watching a game the other day, and it actually looks kind of friggin' awesome. It looks like yeah. a mixture of like lacrosse and water polo, but like it's like, like fast paced and badass. Water polo and...
3: looks miserable.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> it's like water polo, but you don't constantly feel like you're on the
3: break of death. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, would you say, I feel like it's kind of a cross between rugby and water polo. No, it's it's not as it's not as like physical,
1: right? You're not like running into each true. other and stuff, right? And like the, so. the nets seem kind of like a lacrosse net, yeah. but the the big difference is there's like a very large crease for the goalie, and you is, are not allowed crease to mean? shoot a, a cre like um like a box? like at the area around the net. Yeah, right. it's like a semicircle around the net that you can't right. go into, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the goalie box. So yeah, it's. Called called crease, um, mm, but sure isn't. Yep, it sure is. I mean, the net is closer to a goalie box if we're going to be specific nope, about that's it. Anyway, well, it's it's box shaped, and the goalie stands in front of it. Goalie box. So inside the <laughs> crease, which is fairly large, like if you look at an NHL crease, you know it's what I'm by talking far about. That little blue part.
2: We've ever had.
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you can't shoot from inside the crease if your foot's inside the crease, but you can like dive over the crease line and launch the ball in the air. Love that. And so like, yeah, like these, I I was watching this, I forget what teams it was, but it was, it was women's handball. And these girls were running and like launching themselves full, like Bruce Willis flying through the air, sideways, firing two guns, you know, sort of look and hucking this ball. And you can like bounce it off the ground into the net. And, and it, it was actually like really cool, high-scoring, fast-paced game.
3: And I want to like, yeah, know. I mean, you had to commit. Was, I want to know where you become a professional handballer. Is that like a college? That's what I'm saying. Sport? Like,
1: it got I don't know. I don't know where they play. Like how? Like, where are their teams? Because I've, I've heard. Religion? I've
3: heard about it as like a like a backyard game.
1: Exactly. That's like what I'm saying. Right. I didn't know there was like a, a specific court with specific yeah. specifications yeah, on size and creases and goalie boxes or whatever you call them. You but go. yeah, anyway, that's a sport I've discovered. And I thought
3: it was a do you know it's been going on since 2008?
2: No. A lot.
3: What'd you say?
2: A lot. I mean, we, we had a, a bunch we had of a first things. Black president, we, you know, global recession. A couple of them, actually. Yeah. Okay.
3: No, I was just, no. I oh, was you meant specifically in hand the Handball oh, hand yeah, yeah. has been happening okay. since 2008.
2: Oh,
1: I thought you said, do you know what's been happening since 2008. No, sorry.
2: sorry. I thought you were asking us for an update on the last 13 years.
1: See, so let's see. That's so, okay. So here's the thing, right? So we have been, and maybe they do this. I don't know. Never Tim mind.
3: 1936. There
1: we go. That sounds interest, more interesting.
2: But then, yeah, it because it doesn't,
3: it doesn't
1: feel
2: like a big leap for handball to be invented, right?
3: But
1: what's interesting is... Well, I'm not
2: good at the feet version. What if we just grabbed it? No, so,
3: okay. In 1936, (laughs) it debuted in Berlin, but it was dropped. At the 1952 Olympics, it existed as only a demonstration, so there was no, like, medals awarded. And then it was brought back in 72. So it's it's had some ups and downs. So, like us, people are confused about what it is. Fair. And it survives for a little bit, and then people are like, well, where do I become a handballist? And then it dies um
1: so yeah. but that 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 kind of brings up a point that i want to talk about was how do they deter do that we keep adding sports right like in surfing, our lifetime surfing. they've added surfing bmxing snow cross you know like whatever There's always a a debate
2: of e- some people have talked about wanting to add e-sports to the olympics which i think is just ridiculous i don't
3: hate that actually because again i, do. I
1: don't I the only the only issue I have with it is and I hate saying this about anything just because of how much we get it but like that's not an athletic sport right like it's not it doesn't fall into the group of athletics
3: Neither is archery It's not
1: Yeah, I see what it's you're mental, to... it's
3: hand-eye coordination. Yeah. There's an elite, there's something that makes people elite at it. Yeah. It has just as much of a right to be there as archery.
1: Yep. All right. Fair. I'll take that. Esports, give it up. But this is what I'm saying is, do we adapt the Olympics for modern times? Because if that's the case, there are some other things that should probably fall off. Like I want to know how many sports have disappeared out of the Olympics in mm-hmm. the last hundred years and what they are. Cause like I was watching respectfully, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers here, but I was watching some velodrome racing the other day. And I'm just like, why, why are we doing this? This is, Nobody rides single speed bikes around tiny little. Awesome. It's not. It's not. Like, (laughs) like, like like
2: proper cycling.
1: It's not. It really isn't. And then like, they like, it was, it was like the four person one. And so like every lap they swap and like the front guy goes to the back. I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. And then with like two laps to go, one of the guys just stops. And then there's three only going. And I'm like, I don't understand why this is a thing. It doesn't make any sense to me.
3: It's no different than the tour, dude. People pull you along and then stop.
1: Yeah, but like this is a five lap race, and there's only four people. They're putting out 800 watts. No, I understand that, but then how? Who gets to who? Who's the guy? that's like, yeah, I'll stop after three. Sweet, like the I dude just.
3: That's getting still paid to be there. No, no, I'm saying you'd want to do that.
1: I oh, would <laughs> like, right. I'd, I'd want to be the guy that did last right. work and still got the goal. <laughs> probably
3: not hard. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I just, I don't see a lot of velodromes around these days. And so it just seems like
3: Indianapolis off four sixty five. I know that's when they have races on 65 65. and they have races in the evening during the summer. (laughs) I've never seen that. I've
1: never seen anybody on it. Yeah, I've always wanted to take a go-kart around it.
3: I want to, I want to try a single speed bike around it. Quite honestly.
1: Do you really, I see, I just, I don't like cycling in general. So maybe I'm a bad judge of this, but there's just, yeah, there's just certain ones that I wonder what, why was, why was pole vaulting invented?
2: I want to go there but over that.
1: Why was shot put invented? Like I get that throwing I mean, no, no, something heavy, right? Sense. Like yeah, that feels yeah, like, the like the a most, javelin. Like, t- they don't javelin need both shot put those.
2: and glavin, javelin both feel like they have like solid ties to the original ancient Greek Olympics. Like Correct. I want to make this go as far as I can.
1: Right. Ha- <laughs> hammer throw is the one that I find a little weird. Less practical application for that. But like again, it's still kind of one of the OG ones. But uh yeah no i i totally get why shot put and javelin long there, jump
3: yeah they Again, want to see
1: how yeah. far a human being can jump like that that okay, makes so they sense they want to, to see
3: me. how high a human being can vault
1: right but yeah. like they they've got high jump like who was the guy that was like all right let's take this how big is it 13 foot pole or like like where do they come up it's you know with this? let's make it super flexy like it probably... we'll jam it in the ground
2: I feel like it probably had to do with, like, war. Like, they used it to get over walls, and they're like, I wonder who's the best at getting over those walls.
1: Yeah. that. I mean, that actually is, like, the the best theory I've thought of or heard of. Hmm. How did pole vaulting start? Wow, that's a very common search, apparently.
2: I know, like, rowing, okay. it was competitions between taxis that would take people across the Thames. And they would race to see who was the fastest water taxi, and then that became more of a competition. And that, like, a lot of those sports do have a practical start. Handball. Okay, here we not, go. Which is how we got
1: them, right? But handball just is just fun to watch.
2: I mean, yeah, it's like any any ball score sport. It's the is Dutch. Just like a battle simulation. The,
1: the Dutch started it.
2: Of course they did. <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah poles were used as a practical means of passing over natural obstacles in marshy places such as the province of Friesland in the Netherlands along the North Sea.
2: No, I'm half Dutch, but that's the most Dutch thing I've ever heard.
1: It's the Dutchiest thing.
2: Yeah, like, we well, are. we got all these little rivers, so let's just... Well, here's, here's a question <laughs> for you
3: because i was i was i'm thinking about it based on tim's logic however flawed it may be but it's still he has a point to it so horse racing right yeah whether it's it's actual racing in the derby or it's um show jumping barrel racing the question dressage in the olympics you are to a certain extent at the mercy of a horse okay yes the the jockey obviously there's a huge amount of talent and training and everything that goes into that. My mom rode horses. I, I get that. I understand that, but still there's an external non-human factor that is contributing to the result. So based on that logic, why is motorsports? Oh, no, I'm dude, not saying open wheel racing. I'm just saying, why is there no form of motorsports?
1: You can, you can take that a step further and just say like cycling, you, you can't argue there's not a huge difference potential difference in the equipment from one team to the other right like these bike well, manufacturers spend millions of dollars in wind tunnels and lightning components and this that and the other so i
3: i'm with you on the motorsport there's side of things. More, there's, there's a more lot of a example. human element i think that exists in cycling than potentially in motorsports
2: I, Maybe, I, well, I, you know what I, at first i, I saw somebody that. making I saw somebody making this argument online that that auto racing should be in the Olympics, and at first I dismissed it as just kind of ridiculous. But Alex, that's a really good point. Like the horse is the main means of force or of, of, of transportation there. So how is that different than a car?
3: And and the argument has always been, well, it's impossible to have equal equipment, so you're not. Yeah, but actually... it's impossible
2: to have an equal equipment with horses or that's, bikes. That's yeah. the point.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, they, they spend tons of money closer. developing. They spend tons of money developing like the best swimsuit for right. less, less I, friction and all that. I,
1: I see what you mean about the bike because the bike is still powered by the human, right. whereas the horse is powered by itself and the human's role is to manipulate and control the Correct. horse in a given way, which is essentially
3: what a driver does. If you had car. to build 60 different engines, it's right. going to be very difficult right? to have them exist because there's always a, oh, they're within the 2% tolerance. but like, so
1: then, But then you'd have to let countries design their own engines
3: okay well then that yeah, becomes, then that that is that just becomes the be... issue with the olympics and it's not supposed to be for money well exactly and that's and yeah. that just becomes a spending war so it could
1: kind of make sense right like if you're you breeding your own horses horse. yeah you're breeding your own horses and nobody even though they're spending millions of dollars doing that it's, it's still a horse it's still yeah it's not the same as trying to build an engine but i bet and,
3: i bet there is horses that are three percent faster than other horses Oh, for sure. Oh,
1: absolutely. But maybe, but
3: maybe that's why there isn't horse racing in the Olympics.
1: But that's why, yeah, maybe. But that's also why uh, in horse racing, the owner gets the prize money, not the jockey. Because <laughs> the owner is the one that's spending true. the money to, you know, the jockey gets a portion of it, I'm sure. But like, Yeah, talk I'm about sure you that. guys
2: can't relate to that at all with racing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> very so familiar. Before we check out on our Olympic episode, which has been way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be, um, also we should start a game of handball in India here um, Simone Biles popular topic uh, difficult situation what's your take on what happened although I just saw she's now getting back in no, to one of the she, individual no, contests no, no
3: she just this morning she got bronze she went back and did balance beam and that was all oh, right her, you know, it was the final event. That existed for for individual competition, um, and I guess she wanted to end doing something. Um, very difficult one to, to to judge on. Obviously, we're getting a a very removed view of one yeah, microscopic happened. view of the real story. And I I see both sides of it. The only area where I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, not the only area, but the main area where I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt is. If she truly felt like she had lost the ability, then you could kill yourself flipping through the air and landing on your neck Absolutely. or break your leg or ankle yeah, or arm. Yeah, or you anything. could ruin your quality of life moving Forever. forward. Forever. So I, I understand and get that decision. And that is where I'm going to end. Yeah. How, how I about mean, you, James?
1: Well, same. same. What was hard for me was at first, they didn't really talk about the physiological issue that she was having. They kind of made it just seem like, you know, she didn't like the pressure or whatever, whatever. But then this, you know, I started reading a lot about this, this word came up, the twisties, right? Which is apparently a very real and very known thing in the gymnastics world where, yeah, it's, it's almost like vertigo in the air. And you, you quite literally lose track of where you are. And as you say, Alex, you're doing three flips and two somersaults and, and this, that, and the other traveling at, you know, 15 miles an hour. If you get that landing wrong, yeah, you're breaking legs, blown out knees, breaking necks, you know, you, you just don't know. So again, we know one, one hundredth of 1% of the story and of what's going on and and what's happening in her life and whatever. Um, on one hand yeah i mean to could you imagine the pressure to not step down to like fight through it i mean you you're like you're an athlete you know the amount of pressure that we're all under to perform and go do our job and this that and the other the amount of pressure that was on simone biles of all people a, a tough a tough thing for any other athlete to understand so to like actually make the conscious decision that like yeah hey this is what's best for me and this is what I think I have to do. Like, that's a hard thing to do. Regar- regardless of what your motivation was or why you felt like you needed to do it. The fact that she was able to actually say that and step away, like, that's hard.
2: Yeah.
3: Yes.
1: It I is. mean,
2: one time I bailed on watching Ted Lasso with Alex because I it wasn't someone. in the right headspace. So I think it's safe to say I know exactly what she's going through.
3: Sounds about right. <laughs> well on that note ladies and gentlemen um, if you haven't watched Obviously last kidding, yet, I
2: very much respect her
3: um, I haven't watched season two
2: yet season two have season you watched is, it yet
3: uh, well th- it's one week at a time
2: Oh, how man. did we used to watch every show like that by the way I feel so weird waiting a week to see I next. love it
1: I, I wish that every Netflix and Hulu and Apple Plus show did that because it's just self-regulating
3: agreed go to um, hell well, I'm sorry, Tim. That the rest of us have lives and jobs and we leave our homes.
2: Well, you know what? Apology accepted, but don't let it happen again.
3: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this has been actually a better episode than I thought. Um, and I hope that we uh, have stuff to talk to you about um, in person on Thursday. But if we don't, then we're just going to ridicule Tim Bell. for 45 minutes. So it's going to be great either
2: way. Yay!
3: Margaritaville, 8 p.m. Nashville.
1: Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at Ask Track. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to add producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Thim.